it's all together is the consciousness's work because we are afraid to for the confrontation uh, which is something that you have to find the power to confront what is not what is unjust but that ego has that inbuilt resistance is the side of our nature from the wrong side and it just is lazy it doesn't want to grow it doesn't want to move it fights against freedom it's you know it's like it's the side of ourselves that is dark and that's what you have to give up it's no use you study all the books in the world if you don't give that up if that part is not you know exercised out and and, and this is why if you people spend their whole life in way excusing this finding ways to excuse and in a, in a sense, it's not they're they're not speaking from their light. It's like they're they're speaking from their darkness, and it can feel like you know. But you know, it's so hard to do this. So hard, uh, it's so hard to do it, and it, it's only intense experiences that help us to get out of it. Because by your own free will, you can't do it. It's almost like this is where the outside help has to seem to come from. Is that somebody hits you? Or throw you out, and you find that you're losing something more valuable than staying in your in your little in your little seemingly comfortable laziness. So this is why I say the intolerance is like because we are too good at manipulating and playing sick and poor me and this you know, and that is not good. That is defending our our demon. So we must not feel too much compassion for people. Who are going? Oh, but you know, I, 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 you know, I, I grew up like this, and it was very difficult for me when I was a child. And don't kill them. You got to get out of here. We don't want you here. You know, that's not you. And have no compassion for that. Because the rest of us is thinking, yeah, you know. So, yeah, I understand because it happens to me as well, and almost defending this. This thing, which is suffocating your spontaneity, is suffocating your real life, you know, and and something out of ignorance or or whatever it is, confusion, is protecting it, and so there's a one side is the person who is the perpetrator of that, which is working with their dark side. It's like the the the, the consciousness that can go to the left or the right. It goes with the with a with a with that uh, right side, and it's very very you know kind of you know. Um, I making excuses, and other people did it as well. And you know, I'm not the only one who did it. You know, and you know, I was very sick that day, and I couldn't. And none of those excuses are genuine. It's just what you do when you get caught. You never own up. And there's just some people who are good at at exposing that, because something inside just feels no, no. I don't want to justify this. But very often, the ones who are saying I can't. You know I can't do it, and I got my my hand hurts. You know, and uh, you know I always I got asthma, and all you know that, that plays into their so-called um, disabilities and so on. They just perpetuate this dark side in them. And then the ones who have to confront that, we feel like you know we're going to be picked on, and people are going to like us. So it's the same thing in us also, but working from a different place. One is the victim, one is the oppressor. You know. Oh yeah, you know, and I don't like I don't like authority. I don't want people to tell me what to do. I say this is this is your demon speaking. You know, it's your demon speaking. Like you know, you're making out something which is a justice, a fairness to everyone because everybody has to do this. So why should we make an exception for you? Should we make an exception for you? 
you use these things like you know I don't like authority figures. I don't, and these are just the kind of ploy. These are the manip- manipulative, um, you know, sort of like functioning of that ego to throw things back on you. See, it's you. It's not me, man. It's you. It's people like you who want to boss tell people what they should do, and you have to be ruthless. And we have to shoot it. We have to cut it out. You just have to cut it out, and we have to be really firm and clear about that. That we have a no tolerance for that because you identify what that is. What does it mean, no tolerance? No tolerance means don't keep making excuses for them. Don't buy people's excuses. You know, don't fall for that because these people have been using that maybe all their life. They, from their children, sometimes we learn to manipulate to get your way, but that is not in service to the greater truth. It's not. It's not. And when that is driven out of you, you always feel you've been delivered. You always feel free, because it's like a possession. You really believe in it while it's there that you know you're defending yourself. But when it's out, you realize, my God, that thing was suffocating my life. And it it has many different facets, many different ways of of uh, functioning. And this is what I said in, in India. They call it like vasanas, like deep-rooted tendencies. Why should it be flushed out? Sometimes people say, "Well, it's not real. It's not," but it's real in their life, in their dynamic life. It plays a function, and it completely—I say—it holds the beingness hostage, meaning that when the beingness is locked into that state of hypnosis, you can't fly. You're not. You're not. It's like you're in the grip of that, of that uh, um, tendency. So when you meet people who don't tolerate it, you feel afraid of them. But it's not you. you have to, that's why I say you have to know the difference between you and your mind. You and your your bad your bad nature, you know. And we defend that because we identify with it and it makes you feel vulnerable and insecure. And then you find ways of protecting that insecurity by saying other people are making your life difficult. In fact, they're saving you. When I gave this story that you know you see a little snake, you know, going across the road and you see a juggernaut coming down the road. And you pick the snake up to take him across to a safe place, and he bites you. Because he has not yet got the foresight to see what well, man, thank you for for helping me. You see. And uh, I was just watching one YouTuber do on some very, very cold place. A dog was floating on a piece of ice. It was just in this river of just ice. And it's just shaking like this on this piece of ice. A little piece of ice is getting smaller and smaller. And uh, you see the trawlers, all the trawlers, all the, all the boats are completely covered in ice, and people are scraping off. And one guy puts on this suit and goes swimming for the dog. And he got the, 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 the thing, and he pulls the iceberg into the boat, towards the boat, and then he comes to the dog and tells him, you know, it's shivering. And he still has to get the dog, because even there, there's, you know, only when I know maybe when the dog is is in the water dying, then perhaps he will he will surrender. And be taken. There's still some mistrust is there, even then. Then the guy picks him up, puts him on the boat. When he put him on the boat, then something, something is released. Because you see, even I saw it with uh, lions. One lion was, you know, he was trapped, and some people saved him from the lion. And then one year later, the guys came back, and the lion from the wild sees the guys and came up and just started to hug the hug the guys. Big lion and licking the face and like thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for this. So something in us resists uh, salvation, you know, initially, 
and you have to strike strike him you know don't take him because he is the what he's the one who's poisoning you yeah. afterwards don't wait don't don't be always you know be ready for the for the initial thank yous because the great one the great actions don't get thank yous immediately in hindsight they give thank you they say oh thank you after they realize what has happened to you that you've been you've been saved from something so this is what I mean when I say you know more toward no tolerance, because sometimes you see we are thinking that we are being very compassionate, we are taking care and just protecting the person's darkness. Many people, many families also, they they are they are spoil their children, they completely spoil them because they think they are doing what's good for them and they're destroying the kids' lives. They give them too much, they're too this, they they allow them too much freedom, so then the children something inside them begin to attack the parents. They speak to the parents like they are nothing. They, they call them nothing, and the, the parents don't have any power. They take their power. It's all gone. And so you need some discipline you know, to drive out. When you hear the expression, to have the shit kicked out of you, it literally means sometimes you get beaten up and the shit gets kicked out of you, and you come to a clearer space, a more sane space inside yourself. And I just feel like we, we need to really be clear about these things. We who are more in a position of leadership and, and responsibility to work with people in this way, to work together, to have a collective consciousness about these things, and to understand the kind of spiritual uh, me- mechanisms that functioning with people. And also in us, because like, um, sometimes I feel when these conversations are happening, then some, some energy starts to go out towards each other. and. Um, and when when I hear you now, like I'm thinking of like no tolerance, because I know sometimes it, it's arising in me. Sometimes I'm not tidy enough, or yeah. um, like also sometimes in my close relationships, and it's scraping the bottom of the pot, and mm. it's just this ugly stuff. But I'm defending this stuff yeah. till the death, you know. And I know if you saw me in this moment, you'd kick me out of Sahaja, you know. So now when you're talking to me now, I see like no tol like I shouldn't be tolerating this one. Yeah. And, and even it's like this, I should yeah. somehow. Be finding the energy to drop it. Yeah, I would say that this is what I would expect in the life that comes from an ashram, because an ashram is not like a hotel, it's not like a boarding school, it's not like that. It's where it's like the highest institution of human human living. So you have to have beings who are wi- who are willing to tackle themselves, because only there you're going to have the compliance, and even there there will be resistance. But then people have come and says, you know, don't be tolerant with my bullshit, you know. And so something is going to fight initially. It's going to fight, and you whack, 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 and you know you're kicking that that demon out. And then afterwards you realize that person then you know is converted in themselves, back to their true nature, and they become really uh, someone who can. Who have an understanding and insight into how those mechanisms work, and they can work with people in a good way. You know, it's not to be military for military sake, but sometimes you see that. Why is it that after all, all this spirituality and so much interest in spirituality, so few people seem to be waking up? Because of this. Because in the bottom line, you're still defending your your person. We still, at some level, you say, you know, yeah, but you know, I don't like when you talk to me like that. So you, you, who? Don't, don't come and talk to me about that. You know, you're not moody. You can't talk to me like that. We have all these things going on. And then the person being spoken to like that, they they shy away. They think, okay, 
I can't fight. I don't have strength to fight that one. But it's your fight. It's your fight, you know. And you just have to stand up. And if you don't back down, they won't stand up to you like that again. But if you back down, you know that you lost that round. The second round will be more difficult for you to fight. You mean when you're fighting like inside? Both when you're fighting inside, if you give in to that, or when you have to fight with someone who is defending uh, something that is not true, that you should not give up. You know, because at some point, you know, they, they, they beat you because they find a way. It's like it finds a way to go, you I saw you yesterday, though you did it yesterday and, and shift the blame, you know, shift the attention. Or, you know, who do you think you are and it hits your insecurities. But can yeah. I say, like if like when we see something, someone's doing something wrong, we should like try and just not be come with an energy that is like yes. you're doing this this not just point it out and just leave it. But the person that's being told that they've done the wrong should be a bit humble and not like try and defend it, just like accept you have done something wrong, it's yeah. not right, and just leave it at that. So then yeah. that's then the energy that is, the, is just like that is the ideal. Yeah. Um that you, you point something out they're gracious enough to accept it, but very often, mm -hmm. you know, the first thing comes up is like, you know, who are yeah. you to tell me, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm doing something wrong? You know, mm -hmm. nobody's above anybody here. I see it in many circles, you know, even in Advaita, uh, these uh, so-called, uh, you know, sort of like commentators or teachers and so on. They have the same thing, you know. It's like we don't believe in people putting themselves on pedestal, you know. You know, we're all the same because they have a lot of insecurity. When you find a power in yourself, you don't speak like that. You know, you can say, "Yeah, at the human level, at the body level, we are the same." But in terms of your inner evolution, your maturity, you can't compare. Actually, it's arrogant to compare with someone who actually is is, is really gone beyond their ego, because you are you can. You know, but we are the same. You're not the same. You see, I mean, but these are things that people find a lot of argument to to. to to, to argue, they are the one who has gone beyond the ego is not telling you that you are not the same. They tell you we are the same. <laughs> but the ones who have not gone beyond are the ones who say, yes, we are, yes, we are the same. Because uh, they, they, are, they are really afraid uh, to feel like if someone is, that somebody might be higher than me. But that is an arrogance, because some people are higher than you in their evolution internally. But you pick on this, you know. Yeah, you know. I don't believe anybody putting themselves on a pedestal. And when you go into and look at it, it's not. It's not that people are putting themselves on a pedestal necessarily. It's just that you are so afraid that someone might know something you don't know, or whatever. So there's a lot of this kind of thing that is really, uh, I would say, very. You know, if you don't beat it there, you're gonna have a lot more work later. It's like children. If you let them be spoiled from the beginning, it's very difficult to change them later. It's possible, more difficult. And I want to sort of root things out from here. We're still in the beginning, you know. The major waves of people, uh, waves are not. You just want to like set the tone from the beginning. I want to have uh, real soldiers here, soldiers of the heart, who have an understanding. Not hard. Because Leah is right, I don't want people to go around. Hey, you pick that up. Uh, we're not police, but have the courage to say, you know, I mean, you will please uh, remove your things. I loved in India, in uh, at uh, I remember at Papaji's, uh, one guy 
the Saravanan, the Indian guy, yeah, uh, who I met in Tiru first, in in in, in Tiruvannamalai, and he came back to be with Papaji. And uh, one time, one guy, Western guy, was smoking a cigarette just outside Papaji's uh, place, and he finished the cigarette and flicked it in in a corner outside. Now, and this guy just walked over and says, "Please pick it up." I says, "What? Your cigarette? Please pick it up." This is the master's place. Please pick it up. No, no, you pick it up. I didn't put it there. You pick it up, please, sir. Pick it up, you know, like this. And he would give him the guy. Yeah, you know, you, you talk to me like this. Pick it up. I've got nothing else to say. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up, you know. And it was like, in the end, the guy got up and he was sneering. I like that stubbornness and that, that insistence, you know. I'm not coming to talk to you as your friend nor your enemy, but you've done something wrong. Please take it up. You know? And just stayed with it. And the guy said, Yeah, you know, who do you think you are? You know, you're not working here, you know. Please pick it up. Your cigarette is for out. Smoke out. Out. Go out. Don't okay, okay, yeah, all right, you know, and run away. So I like that. You know, when she was there, you know, she was a real little battle axe. But she was uh, someone that you you just don't argue with her. She was taking care of the cushions inside the ashram and things like that. And after satsang, every cushion back in the corner. That's it. I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. Come on. I don't have time. I need to go to lunch now. You know, like this. And I love that. I, I love people who are not afraid to be disliked by other people. Because they have their nonsense. I don't need to be liked by you. Who the hell are you? So you know, she was strong. She's much softer now. <laughs> you know. But sometimes you need people like this who who will challenge something that they feel is not is not true and don't don't let up. Don't let you get you get uh, uh, get on top of them. So I mean, like I feel like there are certain like characters that like have been here, that have this kind of attitude. Like, not, not everybody can be like that. No, not everybody, and not everyone needs to be like that. No. But there can be an awareness in people that even if you feel you're not strong enough, you can call someone mm-hmm. to just say that I saw this and I don't. I, I'm sorry, I can't do it. But you know, this is happening, and you know, and they watch and learn. You know, but I don't think they had this energy, like you're saying, of this. Other this other lady, but like they had like you know if they said something to you you know they're saying it with love and you know they think and I don't think they were scared to say it to someone like yeah. if they saw someone like because a lot of times like remember I came to you about that that lady that was new here mm. and she was sitting on the table I had her feet on the table as well and mm. like I said to you I didn't know how to approach it so sometimes you should just approach it because. You'll feel better because you've got it off your chest, and yeah, it's a tricky know, one. Yeah. And I think that it's uh, there's a lot of energy around this mm-hmm. um, of really, uh, you know, addressing something, mm-hmm. maybe not confronting it, but addressing yeah. something, mm-hmm. and give the person a chance to see that you know that's not yeah. acceptable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it's have like, to be. It's like in every group. It's like there is something is needed like this. If there is every if group, yeah, someone has to take this role because mm-hmm. it's like. The balance, and nature balance. provides them also. It's yeah. like harmonious. Thing, yeah, like yeah. It's 
nature provides. If this world is not taking, it's quickly a mess and something is missing. Yeah. Until someone, okay, I take it. Yeah. Yeah. Nature creates creates these 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 um these these mixes. You know, you 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 cannot you cannot insist that everybody is like that because they they cannot be like that. But everyone can be aware and 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 cooperate. Um. Yeah. 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 Also, I like. I always think a little bit like, if if we all police ourselves, because I, I I just get because sometimes I see there's there's certain people that like to be the policemen, and uh, that that's always just a, a little bit of a th- thing that I feel that sometimes can get out of balance. That uh, if we all really took what you're saying and mm. just policed ourselves. Mm. But life doesn't work like that only. It's good if you try, but it's good that other people police you too, because that's the bit you don't like. I don't like it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Because you know, then then you really see where your demon is still alive. You're not strong enough to police yourself for a while. Life has to 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 do it. It has more power also, because it it exposes where we are where we are hiding. It's like what I said to you the other day, like. Rather than everyone saying, "Oh, please pick up your cups," or not even "please pick up your cups," but "pick up your cups," da, 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 da. we shouldn't have to say it because we're not all like we're not children; we're mm. adults, and mm. we should know what to how we should be, not behave, but like what what needs to be done needs to be done, and that's mm. it. End of story. That's that's the way it is. It would be good if somebody, you know, for instance, you could hear that somebody called and. Um, you know, just call the police or someone. I'm just having this a story arising inside my heart. Somebody calling the police and and uh, say that you know the, they, they 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 caught you know they caught like a like a burglar or a criminal and so on. They want the police to come. And when they come there, they see that somebody's been uncuffed, like to some railings, and find out that it's a person who uncuffed himself. Basically, you just say you know I just feel like I can't trust myself you know. So I just felt I just need to uncuff myself, really, basically. I'm turning myself in. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I just don't feel like I feel like something in here is behaving. It's not. It's not really responsive. It's unpredictable. I'm, I feel like I'm about to do something very bad. So I'm just I'm just undoing myself in now before I do anything. Can you imagine someone like this? <laughs> I, just, I, locked, I locked him up. I locked him up, man. Him being me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you call a hero. Yeah. Save yourself from yourself. Sita Ram, JJ Ram, Sita Ram, JJ Ram, Sita Ta-da!